This is iUniverse Radio, brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. iUniverse Radio is your opportunity to hear firsthand from authors about their new books. It's an in-depth discussion about the author's passion about the development of his or her story in their own words. It's an inside look into the characters and the plot and how the story all came together. Here is iUniverse Radio with host Steve Jorgensen. The title of the book, Animal Totem Guides, Messages for the World. Communicating with your power, animal guides. And the author is Frankie Storley. And Frankie joins us now on iUniverse Radio. Hello, Frankie. Hello, Steve. Well, great to have you with us. You have Native American ancestry, and you've had a lot of great experiences uh, helping people to connect uh, with their, as you put it, their own souls and spiritual guides. We're going to learn more about that and using animals power animals, as you call them, not only to help us heal ourselves, but also our beautiful earth. Uh, This is going to be a very interesting discussion. Looking forward to it. Let me read what you've written about your book. You say this, I believe every person has a spirit heart and soul waiting to be reawakened and longing to seek spiritual knowledge. Many people are concerned about possible earth changes and the earth shifting. The messages through the animal totem guides in this book will open a new world of thought and consideration for the reader. Tell us about yourself, Frankie, your background and what you do and why you published the book. Okay, well, I have been uh, studying and practicing spiritual teachings for, I would say, the past 20 years, and I always partner with nature um, through meditations. And so with my students, I, they come to my classes and I teach them lots of Native American teachings, but moreover how to meditate and connect with their inner heart and soul. And in this process, they connect with their spiritual guides. And an important type of spiritual guide are animals. And they can come in and give you messages and also through um, the type of animal they are, they can give you messages. For example, when you think of an eagle or see an eagle, you think of balance, freedom, peace. And by studying eagle, going on a guided meditation, it helps people to take on these attributes and then incorporate them into their life. And so this this is what I do teach. And I also um, do sound healings with my drum. I can do land clearings and house blessings, Um, also special ceremonies for the deceased. And I teach a wide array of classes that also are not just completely Native American. Um, While I teach a lot about the medicine wheel and the animals, I also go into some other areas such as teachings of the pyramids and just a wide array of spiritual type topics. I um, have been doing this for about 20 years, and I've also studied with a couple of Native American shamans. Um, And ever since I've been very, very young, um, I have had 
unusual interactions with animals. Well, you talk about your father had incredible, unique uh, talent with horses. Yes, and he would he could catch the uh, wildest horse. He used to catch a lot of the mustangs um, that were around in the Yakima, Washington area, and he would bring these beautiful horses home. And within a few hours, he would have the horse. Uh, so that it would follow him around the ranch, and he could they would actually could come in the front door. <laughs> My mother, of course, would get very dismayed at this, but he would come in and say, "Look at our new horse," and bring the horse in, and it would turn around in the living room and then go back out. And he he taught me how to read horses by their eyes and the shape of their head. Hmm. So you could know if one might be good at cow cutting, one might be good to go on long rides, one might be one that would have a tendency to want to buck you off. Hmm. And so then that would require some special work um, with that horse. Um, And he also, of course, was very good with other types of animals, but that was his specialty. Well, you live on a 1,500-acre ranch, so you're right thrust into nature every day, right? Yes. Yes. And you have a lot um, of these, you, know, you have a lot of these animals that you're that you talk about, at least nine power animals right on your ranch. This is true. Now tell us about the importance of these nine power animal totem guides. Okay. Actually they're very important. Um, especially for any person that wants to enhance their spiritual pathway and wants to get a little bit more in touch with who not only they are, but with the animals, um, because the animals are our partners here on earth that not only provide resources for us, but through the power animal connection can help us, as again, like I said, to find peace inner peace and some wisdom. So your first animal totem out of the nine would be the animal totem to your east. And that animal totem helps you um, with your uh, spiritual, uh, specifically with your spiritual growth. And that would be at your on your east side. Then on your south, which we could say could be out in front of you, they're kind of like a circle around you. Your south animal is more of an earth pathway guide and helps you with physical healing. The west power animal is uh, more of a deep meditation, one to take you deep inside and to get some inner wisdom and also to balance your emotions. And the north power animal, which would be kind of at your backside, is a wisdom guide to help you not only with mental clarity, um, can even help you with things like memory and so forth. So those are the four that walk around you. Then you have a lower uh, guide below power animal totem below your feet that connects you deep into Mother Earth. Then you have one above your head that connects you way up into Father Sky or a deep God connection. And then finally... Um, the main one, well, not finally, but it would be your inner, your deep inner heart power animal. And that's usually your 
animal totem that's been with you since your birth, since you were birthed here on earth. So those are kind of the four around you, above, below, deep in your heart, and then you have some kind of two special ones, one a little bit out to your right, which is your male side, your male energy. That's a kind of warrior, protector type animal totem. And then to your left is your female um, animal totem, which is kind of can be kind of your motherly. Um, that type of energy is out to your left. And these are all in your energy field really all the time. Now, they can change somewhat as to what exact animal totem they are. They can change a little bit as your situations change. But usually your inner one, your deep heart one, um, has been with you since your birth. And I usually can sit down with people and do a little reading with them for about 45 minutes and tell them about who their and what their animal totem guides are. You also say this, instead of just writing about metaphysical teachings of animal totems, this book shows the teachings through actual adventure stories with animals and people. These are stories about real people and animals. Uh, That sounds very different. Yes, it is different. And people that have read my book uh, have just loved the stories and the concept of this, and they all have stories to share. Because every person has had experiences with animals, either just observing them and getting messages out in nature or actual encounters, and certainly with their their pets, their domestic um, animals. They're very valuable and give awesome messages to us and oftentimes assist us in times of stress and illness just by being there. There are protectors. They have unconditional loyalty to us. But my stories are actually true stories about people that had encounters or were in situations and then were able to understand what happened later, have been some some consequences or things that happened later through the animals. Well, I love the title of some of your chapters. They just, uh, you want to find out more like Coyote Medicine, the beginning of our spiritual awakening, a message from White Elk, Crow Medicine, Rattlesnake Energy, Great Horned Owl Protection. These are fantastic. (laughs) Well, they're fun stories, and I've had people from all ages, men, women, all ages, and even all different beliefs, some people that aren't even necessarily into a lot of metaphysical or spiritual pathways, they have enjoyed the book and have said it has made a change in their uh, kind of a shift in how they think now about their pets and, well, just all animals and their interactions with them and has caused them to stop and observe. You know, if people are so busy, if when they see a beautiful hawk a deer or anything, if they would just stop and enjoy, you know, enjoy that more, take the time. It it assists them with some inner balance. Now, there's a chapter, Finding Your Power Animal. Tell us about how we find our power animal and why that's important. 
Well, um, I feel that in today's world, um, we're all very busy, and we've also kind of overdeveloped Earth. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a, a tree hugger necessarily. I know that we have to, our Earth and resources provide us resources, but we're all so busy that the importance of finding um, your animal totem, again, would get you to be quiet, to search deep within, and find some answers to some of your whatever is bothering you or, or whatever situation you might be in. Um, people worry about if they're making enough money, if they're making the right decisions. People are worried about the storms on Earth, um, changes coming to Earth. And I would tell them, don't worry so much. Go inside your heart, but above all, go outside and connect with animals and nature because they can bring you some peace. And if you're willing to stay out there for a while and do some connections, just earth-nature animal connections, um, you will be able to find some of the answers. Now, in the chapter that says finding your power animal guide, um, I do suggest... Um, a meditation um, where you can go outside, sit down, and the book kind of guides you into a meditation for connecting um, and bringing in an animal and then going on a little journey or meditation. Um, a journey and meditation are similar. It's going into your heart, uh, closing your eyes, and just pulling in and asking for some wisdom from an animal to come in. And that right there can change, can move you up to a higher intuitive level um, and really does bring inner peace. Just going outside um, lifts you to a different level. And you get us to ponder the future. Uh, one of your key points, you say, uh, people need to think about what Earth will be like for our grandchildren and future generations and very very important to look at look at the earth and look into the future this way it is and um you know really a lot of indigenous cultures certainly native american like to think seven generations out and we have a beautiful earth and it's not too late we just need to go green. As they, the new word is green. But that is just start with your own house, your own apartment, wherever you live, and just be more conscious of what you're doing with your garbage, you know, um, whatever you can do to improve that. But moreover, if people will just go outside and take walks and just start appreciating the earth and the animals, it will shift, a lot, in my belief, and my teachings, it will shift how the animals feel about us, how we feel about them, and just that magic of respect, great respect for the earth and the animals will make a difference on what our earth is going to look like down the road. So we not only have to be environmentally conscious, but it's our heart, what we're putting out, our connection out there that will make a difference and also teaching children to respect all the animals. 
and the trees, you know, the waterways, all of those um, are connected to us. We're all related. We really are all connected. And what we do to one part will affect us. So we, if we don't take care of the water, certainly that's going to affect our future generations. If we don't take care of the animals, it will affect our future generations. So it's just really being conscious, but also sending good energy and going out there and interacting. Well, as you put it, one earth, one heart. Yes. Frankie Storley, we are talking with her. She is the author of Animal Totem Guides, Messages for the World, Communicating with Your Power Animal Guides. Frankie, tell us how to get your book. Well, you can get my book by going right online to um, Amazon.com, Barnes & Nobles. There are other also major book companies. You can go to my website and punch a button and order it um, from both Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. Just, you know, once you get on there, you just punch it, or there's contact information for me on my website. And what is your website? My website is www.spirit-circle.com. Spirit-circle.com. Well, thank you, Frankie. Yes. Thank you so much for being with us on iUniverse Radio. Thank you. You're listening to iUniverse Radio. We'll be back right after these messages. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intercastle, and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic, market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Intracasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central, on toginet.com. 
Welcome back to iUniverse Radio with host Steve Jorgensen. The title of the book, Instructional Technology Tools, a Professional Development Plan. And the author is Robert Furman. And Rob joins us now on iUniverse Radio. Hello, Rob. Hello. How's everybody doing? Great to have you with us. And uh, we're going to learn a lot about technology and school and how teachers need to get their mind around all this. We'll go to get into those details because of the just the help it can bring to not only themselves but their students. You say this, this book is a professional development model that will give teachers and administrators working knowledge of specific technology e-tools and examples of how to incorporate these e-tools into their instructional plans. The many applications and websites discussed in the following pages are the very same items that we were told would change our future when we heard of them 20 years ago. Well, that future is now, isn't it? Absolutely. So you saw a, you I mean, you must have, as a principal, you've been in the administration now for some nine years. You must have seen the handwriting on the wall. Here's all this technology, but we're not using it, and that's why you've decided to publish? Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, um, when you think about education, we have, we have a broad range of, uh, of age groups from those uh, teachers that are just coming out of college to, to those veterans that have been around for, for quite a while. And, and, and I'm sort of in the, in the middle of, the, of that group, and uh, it, it seemed like there needed to be something out there that would bridge that gap between uh, some of the more traditional teachers that, that didn't, uh, weren't born into uh, this, this life of technology and, and, and this younger group that that's, when, when they were born, they already had an iPod in their hands. So um, like I have a three-year-old that, that works computers even better than I do at home. Um, so I think this book was, was my way of, of helping to kind of even the playing field to, to let everybody see the opportunities that are out there uh, with the computer and to give those veteran teachers an opportunity to have a real easy way to follow through the tutorials in the book and to be able to um, ha- have a successful product at the end and realize that it's, it's not this ultra-mystique type of thing that, that's as scary as, as it may seem. You know, when, when you're dealing with, like in, in my school, I'm an elementary principal, these kids are all digital natives. They were born into this. They don't know anything else other than the, having their having their phones and their computers everywhere, I mean, even the tablets. I've got four, uh, fourth and fourth graders running around with tablets in their hands, you know, hmm. doing these things where, you know, back in the day when we were there, we wouldn't have the first clue. That was all Star Trek stuff. Um, so, so now... Um, those of us that are the immigrants, those those of us that were not born into technology, we have some catching up to do. And I think this book is, is an attempt to to help those teachers um, find a way to 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 kind of even the playing field with their students who were born into this. You want to you point out very uh, with a lot of emphasis that this book is a practical application book. It's readable, it's usable, and you don't have to have a lot of experience with a computer. To understand the book, right, and I think that's probably one of its uh, biggest benefits. It, it has those tutorials in the middle there that are just step by step, just follow the simple instructions line by line, and at the end you get the product. You know, the beauty of working in education is you know, we're all lifelong learners. All the teachers and principals, we, we believe in it so much that, that we want to continue our own learning experience. Um, 
and, and this book does that in a very simple way. Um, you know, principals' lives are, are, are constantly very busy, and um, you know, this is one of those things where you could pick up the book and, and, and 45 minutes later have a, a complete working knowledge of one of those applications. And you know, as a principal, I need the model, so I've got to be using this technology if I want my teachers to be using the technology. And we certainly know the kids have to be using this technology with uh, the 21st century skills that are out there. Um, you know, it, it is so critical that these kids are educated with what they know, and that is using all this technology. So I, th I think it's one of those things that it's going to be a time saver. Um, it is simple and practical. And, and at the end, you know, you can also, if you follow every step in that book, you're going to have uh, an entire year's worth of professional development created uh, for your staff for the, for the following year or whenever you'd want to start it. So that's certainly a, a beautiful benefit to that because Again, as a principal, my time is limited to know that after getting through this book, I'm going to have a year already created with technology being the theme and knowing how important that is. That's certainly a benefit to me as well. You talk about a day that you call ePro Dev Day. What is that? Absolutely. The, um, the, there, there is a really uh, interesting quote that I found from um, – it's called the World Future Society, with which I belong to, and they're just an amazing group of people that kind of, kind of try to think about uh, the future 10, 20, 30 years from now. And um, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd love to read a portion sure. of it. Sure, go ahead. Um, this, this is from. Uh, it was actually cited from the Chinese web media company Sina, on May fifteenth, two thousand eleven, and I found this quote in the Futurist magazine, which is. Uh, produced by the World Future Society, and it said, in the future, schools won't have days off for inclement weather anymore. Instead of being given free snow days, homebound students and teachers will conduct lessons online with in-person lessons to resume once the weather permits. In teaching, as in any other human activity, it's always good to have a backup plan. Distance learning, which is clearly spreading, could provide schools with a very convenient bad weather backup. And that's very much what this ePro Dev Day is. It's, it's an opportunity, and here in Pennsylvania, we certainly have our fair share of snow days. Um, if there was a snow day, we have to make that up at the end of the year. A lot of times that becomes problematic for parents and schools because we have to move graduation days, and parents who already uh, set up summer vacation would have to move their dates and those type of things. So we certainly try to keep it at a minimum. Well, if we would do something like this, we could then call that day a professional development day, and the teachers would be able to work off-site at their home and be able to go through um, the ePro-Dev plan. And, then, and at the end, we could count that day as one day of professional development. The teachers certainly would get every bit of eight hours of instruction, be it you know, be it um, virtually off-site, but they would still get uh, their eight hours of instruction. They would still be able to verify that they created the project, answered all the questions. Again, they could do that all virtually on, on the forum boards or through email or whatever the case may be, and it would still be a very meaningful day, and you wouldn't have to make up the day then. You wouldn't have to attach it to the end of the year or use one of those snow built-in snow days that all of us in the north uh, have to deal with continually. Um, so it's a great opportunity for uh, saving time, making things more convenient, and still getting that ever-important professional development experience in there for the teachers. You talk about e-tools. Now, uh, what exactly uh, are your favorites? Uh, what would benefit teachers the most? Are they easy to deal with? Uh, absolutely. The um I, I break the e-tools down into, into two separate sections in the book. One's 
or there's more um, classroom friendly, and then there's some that are great for principals, more more managerial than that type of thing. Um, in terms of the classroom, clearly my favorite is the one called Go Animate, and um, I actually have a video of it on my website www.firmanr.com uh, of my son actually using this Go Animate um, particular app. And what it is is it's it's a cartoon building tool. So you can make your cartoon characters. You can have them interacting. Um, the way my son used it is he just had a singular character come out, and he interviewed the character. So we timed it. Uh, the character would come out, say a few lines, which you just type right into the computer, and it, it regurgitates it in that um, boy boy computer type of voice. And then my son would ask a live question, and then timed correctly, the computer-animated uh, figure would then answer his question. He actually did a book talk uh, using using the Go Animate. Um, I've seen foreign languages use this a lot, wherever they have to um, create a little scene, um, all, all in Spanish or French, say, and then they have to put it into the Go Animate program and actually create a, a cartoon in Spanish or French or whatever the language was. Um, English teachers get great use out of this, almost like a reader theater type of thing, where the kids are creating their own um, creative writing works and then and then putting it into the program. And again, that's a huge one for the 21st century skills: the whole idea of that creation and and, and being creative uh, using the technology. Uh, in terms of managerials, oh boy, I, there, there's so many that I use on a regular basis. Um, you know, Skype is certainly a great one that we use here here in, the, in our district in order to uh, you know communicate with employees off-site, so we don't have to necessarily do a whole lot of traveling from building to building. Um, there's a real simple one called 24 at hitmelater.com. You know, I, I get probably two, three hundred emails every couple days. Um, sometimes if I don't, if I need to see something but not right away, it, it'll get buried fairly quickly, and I have to scroll all for it. The neat thing about that 24 at hitmelater.com is uh, whatever number you put at the beginning, 1 through 24, and you forward it to that email. So I have an email. I hit the forward button. I hit 5 at hitmelater.com. It will automatically return that email to me five hours later. So if I get something in the morning and, I, boy, I really want to read it, but I'm really busy, maybe I'll hit it tomorrow, I can send 24 at hitmelater.com forward that email, and then it, it'll come back to me 24 hours later, and then I can decide what I want to do with it then. So it's a real great way to kind of organize my email box. And I usually use 4, four 12, and 24 uh, if I want to do something after lunch in the evening or, or, or the next following morning, and it kind of keeps my uh, email inbox pretty well organized in terms of when I feel like I can get to that uh, document that I may not have time to get to immediately. So those are a few of my uh, my personal faves. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it sounds uh, very, obviously, uh, very 21st century, very effective. But again, uh, the, the feeling may be of the anxiety of our educators. Of, do you feel once they've read the book, they're not going to feel this anxiety? Um, prob- hopefully not. Let's start there. I would say you know, hopefully not that, that the tutorials are written well enough that that, that they'll feel comfortable afterwards. Uh, anxiety is certainly one of those things that, that, that that's a tricky beast because um, you know and there are people that are always going to be a little anxious at the computer. But I think uh, those teachers that that are dedicated to to bettering themselves in the profession and being that lifelong learner um, will accept the anxiety and, and push beyond it. Um, and again, I think that's that's the most amazing thing about our profession is the fact that we're always willing to learn. Um, 
and and we're always you know, kind of craving that 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 next step, and and this is clearly the next step. So um, yes, there's going to be anxiety uh, no matter what. But again, just like anything, the more you do it, the more you the more you learn to love it, and the less the anxiety um, kind of comes, it kind of falls by the wayside. So you know, just keep doing it, and eventually it gets to the point where where you kind of want to continue and you want to learn it, and you get excited about it instead of anxious. You advocate a bottom line principle with all of this, uh, and of course, all administrators, given today's economy and the way the budgets are getting trimmed, of uh, this tool you claim is going to save money. Oh, absolutely! The um, just about every tool in there, uh, save for maybe one or two, uh, are free applications. Um, all of the, the the three that I mentioned, Skype. Uh, go animate and uh, 24hitmelater.com. They're all free. They're completely free. Ninety percent of the ones in that book uh, are free, and 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 that's un- unfortunately you know, a very important word for for education because of the budgets being uh, so drastically uh, uh, c- uh, cut up. But um, it's still out there, and you can still find it, and you can still use it. Uh, and, and that's kind of the nice thing about the book, again, is I've already done some of the digging for you. Just go out and, and use these things. It's not going to cost you anything. Um, the, the computer has such an amazing, it's such an amazing resource. Um, we just need to take a little bit of time to, to kind of dig through the, 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 the mounds and mounds of information. Uh, but it's out there, and, and it doesn't have to be uh, ultra-expensive. Um, you know, for example, another one that we use a lot here is Glogster. I mean, the scrapbooking is, was such a, a, a cool thing, you know, and it always has been such, such an amazing thing. And you think about classes, we always have to do our little uh, our little poster board presentations all the time. Well, that's what Glogster is. It's a, it is a uh, free, again, uh, scrapbooking page, but you do it virtually. So instead of making the kids do those poster things, you've got to drag them on the bus and everything, do it virtually. And not only when you do it, it's more convenient, but you also can put on video onto your scrapbook page. You can put twinkly letters onto your scrapbook page. You can put audio files onto your scrapbook page. So it makes it a very uh, meaningful, interactive experience. And again, it's free. Well, as you so emphatically point out, again, uh, the future is now. We used to say someday this will change the way we work, play, and communicate. Well, obviously, the someday is today. What are your closing thoughts? Uh, my closing thoughts would, would, would be to um, take the plunge. And if you haven't already uh, embraced the technology, uh, it is time. It's, it's actually past time. Um, you know, as, as the instructional leaders, I'm kind of talking to the principals, but as the instructional leader of the building, you have to model uh, the, the good technology. You have to model um, your, your passion for, for the 21st century skills. Uh, you have to, and you have to be willing to to find that information and teach yourself, so that you can pass that information along to your teachers. And, um, and just like you said, the future is now. We have to we have to embrace this uh, for the kids' sake, and and that's why we're all in this profession. And that's why you know I decided to put this book out there because I do uh, find it so important. Um, so the future is now, and, and we've got it. We've got to we've got to start. We've got to get moving. And this book will give you an opportunity to to do it uh, without a huge amount of anxiety and and with a uh, a, a nice comfort level. And you know, if anybody who would want to purchase this book, I'm always here. This is obviously a passion of mine. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Dr. F- at Dr. Furman, Dr. Furman, 
Um, I have my Facebook page, Permanent Educational Resources. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm on all the all the social media sites. So if, if you need to find me, please do so. Then um, we can work through these things together because I am uh, I do see its value and I find it very important. And I'll be willing to help anybody who wants to, to join me in the cause. We've been talking with Robert Furman. He is the author of his book, Instructional Technology Tools, A Professional Development Plan. Rob, tell us how to get your book. Uh, if you want to go to my website, www.furmanr.com, right on the front page, there's three links to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iUniverse. You can uh, you can pick them up at any one of those sites. You can go directly to, obviously, to Amazon or Barnes & Noble and pick it up there. Um, you can contact me, rob at furmanr.com, and I'll be more than happy to, uh, to help you uh, get through the process. Thank you very much, Rob, for being with us on iUniverse Radio. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're listening to iUniverse Radio. We'll be back right after these messages. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Hey, moms, juggle your hats with our mom of many hats, Angie Mazzillo. Friday afternoons at 5 Eastern, 4 Central on the Mom to Mom Network. Moms are always juggling their hats. And sometimes it's easy for moms to forget their value when life calls for switching from role to role. But the ability to juggle so many hats is priceless. She is never just a mom. She's a decision maker, coordinator, creative genius, counselor, a friend, an authority, and a leader in her household. On Mom of Many Hats Radio, we'll be talking about the hats that you as a mom juggle. We'll acknowledge your importance and support in helping you and all moms to not just defend your value, but to believe in your value. For more on the show and Angie, check out her website, azmamaminihats.com. She is a strong woman. She is powerful. She is wonderful. And she is valuable. Mom of Many Hats with Angie Mazzillo. Friday afternoons at 5 Eastern, 4 Central on the Mom to Mom Network. Welcome back to iUniverse Radio with host Steve Jorgensen. The title of the book, Obama Sutra, Volume 1, Insults for Special Occasions. And the author calls himself the Doctor of Common Sense. He's Ilya Katz. Welcome, Doctor. Welcome to Author Talk. Thank you very much for inviting me. I am pleased to have opportunity to introduce my book, Obama Sutra Illustrated, more than 1,000 conservative, political, truthful, straight affairism, and uh, more than 100 original, very sharp, cartoon.
iTunes. I hope people will enjoy this well, and uh, please don't read this before night. It's too scary, <laughs> but it's naked truth. It's the naked it's truth. Naked well, truth. Generally, every country needs one small boy. You remember uh, old fairy tales, then crooks made the imagination great clothing for king, and it was nothing. It uh, remained with socialism, lack of promises. And only one small boy put a finger and said, look at that, king is naked. Any society needs such boy. I'm a boy, and I put my finger. And I put my finger and I tell the truth in very entertaining, satirical, humoristic method. So, well, you're 76 please. years young, and you were brought up uh, in the Soviet Union. You call yourself a political refugee. Tell us about what it was like living there and how you ended up going to a concentration camp for over eight years. Well, you two times sell, you call yourself, first of all, a uh, doctor of the common sense. I don't call myself. People call me, particular people who read my book. The second, well, I am not calling myself prisoner of conscience and freedom fighter. I am freedom fighter, and I prove this even in the United States. I try to fight for freedom. And in the Soviet Union, I was a prisoner of conscience. I was director, but I got a very big mouth and sense of humor. And my sense of humor did not coincide with sense of humor of the Soviet rulers. I could not push them out, for example, send them to the moon because they are loonies, but uh, they could push me out from the country. And I am very pleased then in Italy, before then I got to United States, consul shake my hands and gave all my family green cards. And he said, welcome, Ilya, we need such people as you in United States. That's my story. This is my duty for my new motherland to do my best for well-being of my country. You know what? I admire one saying of Abraham Lincoln, to stand in silence when they should be protesting makes cowards of the men. And this is motto of my life. And if you will open Bible, you will see you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. This is beginning and ending of my book. And between, between first letter of alphabet and last letter, you will see a lot of political cartoon. Generally, uh, you know, uh, who, uh, uh, who learn how to bite will not leak. 
хурайтинг афоризм, don't appreciate socialism. So I believe personally that kindness is supposed to possess strong fist. And blown up authority are most afraid of sharp pin of a writer. And my book, it is electric current to the chair of the some people who put their good, uh, their well-being in front of their country. This is my contribution, contribution not deductible from taxes, to a fight for freedom. Well, it is 24-hour notion. So I personally believe when there is no satire permitted, concentration can't appear. My book of Sutra is a Bible of satirical aphorism, the largest in the world of its type. Maybe it can help conservatives to win back America. So... If you throw such sharp aphorism from my book, The Window of the White House, I believe the glass will crack. So I'm criticizing our country to bare wounds. I put on them the salt of sarcasm, but not to deceive. Well, if my reader will open up a sutra, she will start to think sharply, sharply, and more truthful. Abama Sutra is one of the funniest and kindest books about evil. It is not recommended to look into the muzzle of the loaded gun, but you try. Open Abama Sutra. And I got my experience, and my experience I concentrated in small two, three lines uh, ideas. And I'm giving my wits. Uh, this is from wise about overwise. So I believe my readers will be wise and they will be interesting in very, very unusual books. I guarantee no second this type of books in the world. It never was. It's never now, but I'm also publishing seven more books in these months. And if you will read title, one book called Cats, it's my name, Cats versus Rats. Another book, Civil Servants or Evil Servants. You understand, no prisoners, just naked truth. What else you would like to find out? Well, you've lived here for 36 years. You lived in Russia for 40 years. And, of course, had that terrible uh, condemnation in Russia and sent to a concentration camp because of your views that you wouldn't basically keep your mouth shut, I guess. Uh, do you see yeah. us, uh, and do you see the United States then going down this same road that we could end up like the Soviet Union? 100%. Uh, you know what? Uh, every person very deeply inside of his heart has a dream to get a free cheese. But free cheese could be only in mousetrap. And uh, you know, socialism, uh, 
cares about a person as much as a train, cares about the one, it's just run over. You know, a lot of people won't promise them pie from the sky. They did not notice it's pie on the leash, and, and they will get leash but miss the sky. So, therefore, in country, then 50% not working, and sitting on the coach and trying to get something from the government, something free cheese, they're forgetting the free cheese only in mousetrap. And generally, it's not cheese. It's whole from the cheese. And uh, who profited from free cheese? Mostly owner of the mousetrap. Therefore, I'm writing now a book about American exceptionalism. And, of course, if you have more time, so I would like to speak seriously, to prove scientifically what made America a great country and why we have to, uh, you know, we have a slogan on NMBC, lean forward. I will make modification. I will modify this law slogan. If you want lean forward, First of all, lean backward to our founding others. This is the base of our society. Well, if somebody wants fundamentally uh, distract and remodel our society, we have to ask a question. What kind of fundament? he want to distract. Well, on this topic, I can speak 10 hours, <laughs> particularly if nobody will send me to concentration camp. <laughs> well, they can send me guys from IRS, also not very good. But I'm poor refugee from Russia, and I donated my all money, all my uh, in all my, um, everything what I save for my retirement nest, I donated for my war chest just to be hurt by people. So therefore, very soon, eight sharp books will be on the market. Read, enjoy, stay tall, and start to act. Because indifference, it's terrible cancer of our society. Indifference not only around us, it is inside of us. Indifference, multiculturalism, and politicorrectness could destroy our great society. It has happened before. Remember Roman Empire. But this is a special, special topic. It will take a couple hours. Well, you are—you have decided 
In addition to being a writer of many books and dedicating your life at this time of your life, at 76 years young, that you're going to run for the United States House of Representatives, District 20, in the state of Florida. Yes, and against very powerful person, chairwoman, David Wasserman Schultz. By the way, today I finished book, which called David Wander Schmutz. Schmutz on German and Yiddish, it is dirt. Satirical portrait of our politician. I call even more. Satirical portrait of our... Oh, I became old a little bit, but I still have no Alzheimer's disease. Well, it will be also a lot of cartoons, very funny, nothing personal. I am not disgraced, uh, not Mr. Obama, not Mrs. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I'm just fighting with these, with their ideas. And therefore, uh, I believe that Debbie Wasserman Schultz, our serial politician, will be very bad for our country. Very bad. She's a playing tape recorder. She's a rubber stamp. Does not matter where we'll take her boss. She's a lieutenant of the platoon where the captain, Mr. Barack Hussein Obama. You will see very soon who is Mr. Obama. Now it's a little bit odor. If he will win, you will have a main course. Yes, sir. I'm ready for your next question. What I'd like to ask you, we only have about a minute also. Are most people asleep then or need to wake up here in the United States? Are they asleep, don't realize the road we're on? Check how many people go on Twitter of Lady Gaga or some other funny Twitters. And how many people interested seriously in politics? They sure it can happen with anybody. It could happen with Russia, Cuba, Germany. It uh, could happen historically with the Roman Empire when society was divided. Uh, but it cannot happen in America. We Americans. Well, I afraid. I afraid. In God we trust, but we have to work by ourselves. So this is my book about open your eyes, make your independent, uh, intelligent decision. And when you go to vote, forget about party, forget about crowd, forget about herd. You staying alone. You are personally responsible for your country. Your country not complete without you, without your voice. Think, make decision, and vote right. How do we get your book? You can buy Obama Sutra. You can go on my site, www.obamasutrabook.com. Obamasutrabook.com. 
Well, yes, we, we really appreciate having you with us, the Doctor of Common Sense, Ilya Katz. Thank you so much for joining us on iUniverse Radio. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And because I will see God before you, I will give you a good reference. <laughs> God bless you. God bless America. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. iUniverse Radio is brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. iUniverse Radio is produced by TogiNet Radio. Radio with a cutting edge.